Welcome to The Untrue Show, episode 12. Welcome to episode 12. This is Dana and I'm here and I'm not sick this week. Since I last came to you guys, my temperature spiked to right at 100 and I had to take a day to just chill be in chill mode, calm down a little bit away from the office and just relax. I literally didn't do that much all day. I went to the doctor. I don't have strep and I don't have the flu. And I found those things out by them sticking a stick on my tonsils and rubbing that around and then sticking a stick up my nose. So thank goodness they did those two things, but they were not very pleasant to experience. Um, But thankfully, I don't have strep or the flu. Uh, I did have a virus, and I'm pretty sure I caught it from just something going around the office. You know, when one person gets sick and it just kind of spreads. And um, and sure enough, the day after I got back to work, the girl who sits across the aisle from me was out sick that day. So it's just something that was just being passed around. And I thought that if I woke up and I didn't feel good, going to the office was only going to make it worse. So I took an L that day and um, stayed home. I've even forced myself not to work from home. I literally just laid in bed. I Netflixed and chilled all day. I actually watched The People versus OJ. So I saw these tweets about it when it was actually airing on TV and I felt FOMO and everything since I don't have cable. I know I say that all the time, but I don't have cable. Um, so I watched it cause it just hit Netflix and I really enjoyed the acting. I liked Sarah Paulson. I liked, um, the guy from this is us. I can't remember his name right now. I mean, he's just great. And, um, What's his name? Angela Bassett's husband, who played Johnny Cochran. He did really, really well, too. Even his wife did really well. I can't remember what movie she's from. I'm bad at remembering all the actors' names right now. John Travolta was kind of awkward in that, in um, how he looked in that role. That was weird. And then the guy who played um, David Schwimmer, who played uh Kardashian Robert Kardashian I thought that was funny it, it, it was interesting to me how everyone kept messing up his name back then they were like Robert Cardovian or you know Robbie Kardashian and you know nowadays Kardashian is like a household name so uh, yeah that was kind of interesting to watch just because he's the reason why we know the Kardashians to an extent even though he's not around or you know he died from esophageal 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 cancer finally got it right took three tries but I got it right esophageal cancer uh maybe in like the the early 2000s so yeah but anyway I am I'm back and I feel good today and I hope that you guys will go today too So let's get started on trending topics. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but I literally just watched the Grammy performances. I haven't seen every single one of them, but I saw Beyonce and Chance the Rapper. Beyonce's is great, of course. I really love Love Drought, and I was glad that she sang that. Um, Of course, she looks great. She's pregnant. And it's hard to kind of place how pregnant she is, but she, you know, looks pretty pregnant to me. Um, and she looked beautiful. I mean, gold looks so great on her. She did the poem and she did the performance and her dancers were just, I mean, everything about it was visually stimulating as expected from Beyonce. 
oh, I, I also saw the Prince tribute. So I love Bruno Mars doing Let's Go Crazy. I mean, the guitar was great. He looked great. It made me go dig up 24 Karat Magic and listen to Calling All My Lovelies again. I told y'all that's my jam. So I pulled out 24 Karat Magic after I saw him on stage. And I'm glad that the time was up there, too, because I love the time. Um, my favorite time song is 777-9311, though. But I like that they did the bird, Jungle Love. Yeah, Jungle Love is hot time song too so chance the rapper got up and did his set and now i haven't listened to the whole coloring book album but i listened to a couple songs here and there and i like all of them uh and i liked his performance what i liked about it was the gospel elements i liked you know the the choir that kirk franklin was up there that i think he sang a combination of blessings and i'm not sure what else but it was just beautiful and i really enjoyed it i like chance the rapper a lot he has a really great energy he just seems to love what he does and i know he's not signed to a record label so he's untraditional or unconventional way compared to other artists which i i really appreciate so i i mean i'm a big chance the rapper fan i like his little outfit his three hat and that he loves his city i mean he's from chicago he's definitely not gonna let us forget it so i appreciate chance the rapper and i enjoyed those three performances that i did see i like that tina knowles introduced Beyonce and she talked about how both her daughters were Grammy winners because Solange won an award for Cranes in the Sky which is a awesome awesome song and I'm not sure if you guys have heard it but in my opinion it's about mental health and keeping your mental health in check and I I can't confirm or deny that but when I hear it that's what I feel like it's about. Like, are you okay? Are you safe? You know, what are you doing to keep your head clear, especially in with everything going on right now and all the time, like there's just so much happening, so much coming our way that we have to make sure we're focused and that we're keeping our mind on the right things and not on all the distractions that are in the world. Cause there's so many distractions. I mean, tons of distractions that can keep us away from, from the desires of our heart and what God wants us to be doing. So yeah, Cranes in the Sky is excellent. So listen to that. Love Drought, excellent. Uh, 24 Karat Magic, Calling All My Lovelies, love that. Um, I'm almost giving you guys a whole playlist to listen to, but you know, if you like it, you like it, right? So on to other trending topics. So I'm not sure if you guys have seen the the meme or the viral clip of the girl. She's like 13 years old. She went on Dr. Phil because she's like this terror like she's really bad and her mom didn't know how to handle her behavior and how to keep her under control so she went on the show to get help from dr phil and this girl has um adopted a kind of i guess street like accent i guess that's the best way to describe it so she's talking and it's hard to understand what she's saying and the audience is kind of laughing at her like is this girl for real and she says catch me outside how about that to the audience like let's go outside. We're going to fight. Catch me out there. I'm going to get y'all like, mind you, this is one 13 year old girl and like a studio audience of maybe a hundred plus people. So when she says that they clap, which I don't get, maybe they didn't get what she said, whatever. Regardless, this clip has just gone viral. I've seen catch cash me outside remix clips with raps. They've cut her voice saying it and thrown it on a, um, 
uh, beat track and then they're doing the uh, what's the whipping nay nay to it I mean it's really gone viral it's like wow so the girl is going back on Dr. Phil and I think that that's interesting so I guess after the first episode she went to boot camp for like six to eight weeks I'm not sure if she's learned anything because just last week I saw on TMZ she got in a fight on an airplane so She's going back on Dr. Phil. And now there's a new clip where the girl and Dr. Phil are talking. And Dr. Phil was like, your last time on my show got a lot of attention. How do you feel about that? So this 13-year-old girl has the audacity to say to Dr. Phil, I guess you should feel happy about that because I made you famous, just like Oprah made you famous. And he looks at her. He's like, thanks. I mean, She's 13, so maybe she doesn't really know everything about Dr. Phil that he's done. But I was like, wow, kids are bold these days. And this little girl is real bold to get on someone else's show and tell her she made him famous. I mean, the ball's on her, right? (laughs) The audacity, right? So... I don't watch Dr. Phil. Or I guess I'll just see the clips for what sh- what happens on this episode after. But, I mean, the girl even has a verified Instagram now. So you can go look at her verified Instagram page and see the stuff that she's doing, the life that she's living. And she has an audience that's egging this behavior on, which is unfortunate. But it's the state of 2017, right? You can do and say anything and you'll have legions of fans. So is what it is. <laughs> uh, next topic I'm going to talk about is over the weekend um, was, excuse me, the anniversary of Whitney Houston's death. And, you know, a lot of people were being tribute, but the best tribute that I saw was by Sierra. She choreographed this dance to I'm Every Woman. I mean, Sierra is like very pregnant. I can't tell how, how far along. I noticed that there's a new trend now, like people will be pregnant and not even tell you how far along they are, you know, before they're keeping the names a secret, all that stuff. But like, she's pregnant, pregnant, and was like jumping on the couch and dancing to choreography. And her husband, and her son were, you know, co-signing on the video, they were in the video. I mean, her son is so adorable. And her husband's really cute, too. So they were nice features to the video, but they weren't the the main attraction. And she has like a white tee. So she goes into their living room area and just dance dance dances and that was cute and it went viral I guess I mean I'm not sure if it went viral but it was shared a lot of times I think I saw it on like ET billboard other celebrities shared it it was just very cute and no one else did anything like that so I thought that it was it was fun it was it was cool that she did that she even gave a shout out to the choreographer and the person that videoed it so kudos to her for creating something fun and exciting to celebrate an icon I mean Whitney Houston is is an icon and I was just dancing in my kitchen to how will I know and I'm gonna dance with somebody those are my two favorite like clean up wake up in the morning and just jam so love that video tribute that she did if you haven't seen it google it check it out I know she was trending on twitter so uh, a lot of people were really into it and they thought it was fun and engaging but the next topic I'm going to talk about is dear white people I'm not sure if you guys have heard about the movie dear white people which I I saw it on Netflix I wasn't the biggest fan of it overall I mean I thought it was okay um 
it wasn't something that I watched and I would just recommend to anyone and shout from the rooftops like it was so good because it was just okay. Of course, it's um, well, not of course, because the title is Dear White People and it's about addressing addressing, uh, you know, racial disparities, um, racial issues and different different problems people have with uh, race and there's a lot of problems when it comes to race. I mean, countless problems. But this movie kind of tackles them head on. Um, and so I think the movie's like two years old. Now they're coming out with the show. And a trailer was released for the show. It looks like Logan Browning, the girl from Hit the Floor, which I love Hit the Floor. I'm, I'm not sure if it's coming back, but she's from Hit the Floor, is one of the stars of the show. So the... The trailer is a little, little bit uh, uncomfortable. They have a lot of people in blackface, a lot of white people in blackface. And they have Logan Browning talking about different things that white people shouldn't do, you know, because it's offensive or it will bother some African-Americans and even other minorities. So from the trailer, a lot of people are like, I'm canceling my Netflix. I'm not watching Netflix anymore. I'm not giving y'all your my money. This show is about hating one race and it's singling us out. Basically, white people are saying it's singling us out. Uh, it's telling people to hate us. And that couldn't be further from the truth if you watch the, sh- the movie or the show. I mean, I'm pretty sure the show's not about that. The The title is very much clickbait and a tease to draw attention to the show which is unfortunate that it's making people angry because I think it's a show that you could learn a lot from like blackish I know people say like why is it called blackish well it's just uh, called blackish because it's black people stuff black people ish I mean um and it's not meant to offend anyone but it I think that kind of title just tells people exactly the target audience like it's black people but that doesn't mean only black people can watch blackish it's on network television so if it comes on abc obviously it's family friendly enough for everyone because you know abc is owned by disney so they're not going to put anything offensive on abc like that and then there's that show fresh off the boat which is about you know minorities so it's like it's not that these shows are trying to exclude people from watching but they're just trying to tell you like this is who this is who it's for it's it's for African Americans to kind of understand and to get like there's some jokes on that show I know I was watching blackish from this week and Dre who's the father um and his wife his name is Rainbow are having another baby they already have four kids and they're having another baby and Dre wants to name the kid Devante well most black people know who Devante is Devante is a member of Jodeci so it's not trying to exclude other races from from saying like oh I want to name my kid Devante but it's like how many people out there really know the names of the members of Jodeci some white people do but you know for the most part I knew right away when he said Devante like oh that's Devante slang from Jodeci back in the 90s so it's again it's not like they're trying to exclude people it's and and when I see people getting upset about blackish I think about Seinfeld or Friends two shows that I'm not really that into or even The Bachelor Two shows that don't say they're they're not for me, but I just don't feel like I'm the target audience for those three shows: The Bachelor, um, Seinfeld, or Friends. Like, I'm, 
when I watch those, I'm just like, oh, you know, whatever. Even the new girl, I'm just kind of like, mm, they didn't make this for me. But, you know, I can find the humor in it. I can find the joy in it and the goodness in these shows, even though they're not for me. Though I've never found any goodness in Seinfeld or Friends. And they were hugely popular. I just watched them and I, I don't even think I've ever really watched full episodes. I've seen clips. I've seen the trending moments. But I'm just like, these like these shows don't appeal to me like that they're just not for they're not for me so I'm not that into them and I don't really get them and I'm not engaged by them but I'd say try stuff for yourself like I didn't just look at what other people were watching and say like those are gonna be my favorite shows Uh, I watched them for myself to know like now that's not it so don't just boycott a show because the title offends you because you never really know what you can learn from it and it might be a really good show so I say try it out for yourself don't don't just ride the wave of public opinion because it might let you down sometimes <laughs> so now on to the main topic that I wanted to talk about today uh, as Valentine's Day is coming up I want to talk about relationship goals. I saw this video by Kev on stage. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him, but he's a comedian and I think he's pretty funny. Sometimes he makes these videos in his car. And in fact, speaking of Jodeci, he made this whole video about the way you and how um, all R&B boy groups have way you and they saw their song. Like all I do is think of you. Um, can you stand the rain? Like at least five different boys to men songs have this little way. And excuse the drop of my voice still sick. But anyway, they have this little, you know, ooh ah type vibe to them. And so he clips all those different clips together of all the way you's and all the R&B songs. And it's very funny too. But anyway, back to this particular video, he's talking about relationship goals. And I'm sure that you all have seen that hashtag where it's like hashtag relationship goals. And the picture might be like two people holding hands or someone getting an expensive bag as a gift. And, you know, two people kissing on each other or getting married or just all this stuff. So he just talks about how the pictures that you see are not what it seems And how you should not look up to those pictures as your relationship goals. And I think that that's a good message because you shouldn't. Like, just because what you see online looks great, looks like, you know, fun and engaging and all that jazz doesn't mean that that's real life. I mean, we've kind of come to the conclusion that the photos and images that people put out on social media are their of their best life. And every moment of our lives is not our best moment of our life, you know. Um, when I was sick last week, I wasn't posting sick selfies or, you know, doctor room visit pictures because I looked like I was sick and I didn't want that on my social media, but I did post, you know, my professional pictures that I got made a couple weeks ago last week. So that's the kind of image I'd like to put out there. Not the one of me, you know, I woke up like this. I'm at the doctor with a hundred degree temperature. So apply that same logic to relationships like no one's showing you how the guy forgot her birthday they're showing you you know the gift he bought to make up for it and fancying it up like it's goals and it's what you need to be and what you need to aim for 
when I really think that real relationship goals are ones you probably don't see online. Like you can't see someone lifting another person up throughout the day and inspiring them and motivating them. Like you can't really take a picture of that and plaster it on an Instagram post. It's just not, not going to translate as well. I mean, how do you, how do you take a picture of someone caring about you and loving on you? Like, in a real honest raw way you can't really take a picture of that it's just something that lives in your mind or you know something that lives in reality so that's kind of the way I look at it I would say I don't know like I I think I'm a romantic person but I'm not disillusioned by that stuff because romance from the wrong person it doesn't even mean anything but from someone who is who is romantic but also does what he says he's gonna do that's more relationship goals than me taking a picture of a gift I got um and showing it off to the world and I think that we all have to understand social media doesn't validate us so just because you're jumping into a relationship doesn't mean you have to flaunt it all over Instagram Facebook and you know all the social media sites like I was looking on Facebook this weekend and I have a a relative and she, I didn't know she was even seeing someone, but she took the selfie of them together and then they're, they're having a weekend, I guess, out of town. So she checked in everywhere they went and I was like, you know, I'm happy for her that she's in a relationship, but I just, I think my logic on that is I'm not sure I want to jump out into the deep end and share every little step I take with my new boo or bae right off the bat so yeah I mean I know this is a world where you want to where we want to show off what we're doing want to shout it off the rooftops but everything you see online is not relationship goals I think there's some people living a false life and there's some people just constructing every picture and every moment that they can piece together just to show off and it's not real so don't look at people's example and think oh I gotta be like that oh oh you know that's that's relationship goals for me it's not reality so for anyone out there I know Valentine's Day like I said Valentine's Day is almost here I would just tell you guys just focus on the good things that are happening for you right now even if you're single and you don't want to be uh or if you're in a relationship and you don't really want to be just know that this is your life and don't worry about people's relationship goals online because their goals might not be your goals and for some of them their goals are a show so they're putting on a show for you and maybe they feel left out because it's valentine's day which is natural i mean a lot of people are going to be posting their gifts and sharing their love for each other and posting their you know couple couple pictures so be okay with you know just just whatever your situation is like for me I'm single and I have just come to peace with the fact that I'm okay being single and that I'm having a really great time and there's a lot happening in my life even though I'm not necessarily in a relationship that I can be happy about there's a lot of great things happening for me and to me that get me excited and I'm not too focused on 
looking at someone else's posts online or seeing what they're doing and saying like that's relationship goals for me uh that's where I'm headed and screenshot and stuff I know a lot of people screenshot stuff like that's my goal um I mostly just screenshot funny quotes and pictures <laughs> and text them to my friends but I mean it is what it is so whatever you screenshot don't get too caught up on other people's relationship pictures or feel FOMO because you just never know what's happening uh, behind the scenes I mean someone could be taking a picture of them with their bae and maybe they're on the verge of breaking up you just don't know so don't assume anything based off what you see online because it's false evidence appearing real <laughs> um but anyway I I think that we all have to kind of spend more time focusing on our own desires and less on the stuff we see online because you just never know how real or fake it is um and if you're single for Valentine's Day, maybe do a Galentine's Day. I've I've done that before where I just get together with girlfriends and we hang out and we go out. And I remember when I was in high school, um, some of my high school friends who were single would go look at Valentine's Day cards at the grocery store on Valentine's Day. Um, I don't know what that did for them, but I could see looking at the Valentine's Day cards and feeling inspired or, you know, feeling ooey gooey instead of feeling sad about being by yourself for Valentine's Day. Because there are some good Valentine's Day cards. Let me tell you, like some of them have some good stuff in them. Um, I remember when the a couple guys ago I was dating someone and I, we had just kind of gotten together right before Valentine's Day. And I should have seen this as a red flag, but he gave me a card with no envelope and it was like the driest car ever and I just looked at it like this card sucks I mean I know we weren't in love yet because we'd literally only been dating a couple weeks but it was like the driest lamest Valentine's Day card ever it had no envelope and I think it probably did have an envelope but he's probably his handwriting was bad so I think he didn't write my name in a way that was good enough so he probably threw it away but yeah, it was the worst Valentine's Day card I ever got. And I probably should have broken up with him soon after that. Not just because of the card, but just because of other stuff too. But I was like, okay, you know, whatever. But little stuff like that matters. So if you're with someone, make sure the card has an envelope if you give them a card at all. I mean, don't half step with it. Like a card has an envelope that it goes in. So make sure that it's in it. And make sure that you like write their name inside of it and sign your name on it. And, you know, do all those little things that seem silly as I'm saying them, but they matter to women. I mean, yeah, they matter. If you're giving someone a card, do it right. Don't have step. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many things you can do on Valentine's Day besides be out with with someone you love. So, find out what that is like find out what makes you happy and go do that um I know a lot of I saw a lot of girl groups going to see 50 shades of gray I'm not really into that I never saw the first one so that's not my valentine's day relationship goals or individual personal by myself goals <laughs> um I don't think I'd ever pay to see that but you know whatever floats your boat you know what I like as opposed to relationship goals online when I see squad goals I see just groups of really great friends who love hanging out with each other love spending time together and um it says squad goals like that 
to me, I like that better than relationship goals because all of us need friends. Like we need to have a tight circle. And when I say tight, I just mean we need to have those people we can call who are allies when we need support or we need love and we need a reality check because let me tell you, sometimes my friends give me the ultimate reality checks that I didn't even know I needed, but they knew I needed them when I don't even know I, when I need them. So we need those friends in our lives who are like, girl, you tried it today. You need to get your life together sometimes. And those friends are the most valuable to me. Like if you have someone in your life who can't keep it real with you, then they're probably not your friend or they just are lying to themselves because I only want my friends to be able to, to sometimes grab my arm or look me dead in the eye and say like, girl, get your life together on this front. You really blew it here. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you how you blew it. For instance, I um was what was I doing I was working on something and I thought that I'd made this really great meal like I thought it was really good I liked it and I had a friend who was like honey you think it tastes good but it doesn't taste that good let me tell you where you messed up you didn't season this appropriately and you totally ruined everything and like I said, I'm over here feeling all confident, feeling myself like, yeah, this this chicken was excellent. She was like, no, it wasn't excellent. And here are the reasons why. And it didn't hurt my feelings because this is my friend. And she wasn't telling me this to hurt me. She was telling me this so I wouldn't make the chicken and then it'd be awful the next time. Or if I cook that meal for someone I'm dating, I'm pretty sure the guy won't be as straightforward. <laughs> sometimes guys are kind of mean um I'm pretty sure he'll just be like no that was nasty like if I cooked it for my brother he wouldn't tell me how to make it better he just wouldn't eat it again and he'd tell me how gross it was like oh you made that gross chicken and I can't believe I ate it and da 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 so his would be more of a hurt your feelings type of reaction and my friend was more let me just keep it real with you type of reaction and we need those type that type of relationship uh, that type of friendship, that type of squad around us is going to just give you a reality check when you when you least expect it, when you most need it. Um, that's the type of people I want in my circle. Uh, that's a big thing at our at the church that I go to, Buckhead Church, where they talk about how you need a circle around you and not a row. Like the person who sits next to me in a row is going to say, oh, you look nice today. But the person who's in my circle would be like, girl, you need to fix your hair. And you need to fix your face. And it's not going to hurt my feelings because I know they're just being honest with me and they're coming from a place of love. But that person in the row is not going to tell me that because I'm just sitting next to them temporarily for the moment. Um, They're not someone that I'm close to like that enough to tell me, hey, get your life. So there's different levels of people in our lives there's some people who are next to us and they're just sitting next to us in a row and there's some people who are just kind of in our inner circle who can who can give us that reality check that we need when we need it because sometimes I need it and sometimes you need it and sometimes the the person we expect to give it to us might not but there might be someone else who's seen why we need it and who can kind of call us out on some bad behavior or help us fix areas where we see we don't see ourselves as weak because 
we all have weaknesses that we sometimes totally miss and having someone really close to you can help you keep that in check recognize it and move forward so you want those type of relationship goals that type of squad around you um just to kind of like grab you snatch you up when things are not what they seem so get that type of relationship goals and not just not just the hand holding lovey-dovey buy me a Louis Vuitton for Valentine's Day type of goals so that's cool but it's it's more for show than for than ha- than having a real basis or foundation of of realness to it. So anyway, you know what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? I haven't totally decided what I'm gonna do. Um, I might just go to the gym, hang out there, <laughs> go to a workout class, um, Netflix and chill, stay off of social media. Um, You know, I've been taking a lot more breaks from social media and I feel good about them just because it gives me time to just focus on other things to read. I mean, I've been running through books this year, which is one of my goals to read more books. And I've 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 read at least three or four since the year started and we're only a couple weeks in. So I'm proud of myself for that. Um, Normally, I spend a lot of time scrolling through my feeds, looking at you know, tweets, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, um, and engaging in those. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to just escape that, that and engage in a book. And yeah, especially for me, it helps me learn. It helps me just calm myself down. And when I was sick, I, I did that a lot throughout the day outside of watching the people versus OJ. I just took the time to get plugged into books and to plug into you know my big stack of magazines that I've got in the mail that I have yet to finish reading um all those things that I miss out on when I'm too engaged in social media and too engaged in you know what people are posting and what's going on and I I get caught in opening on my phone when I'm in safari on my iphone I open articles a lot that I click on and then I never read them right away I always come back to them later so I have at least a good hundred windows open right now and on my phone um and I love reading articles but I need to when I click them like read them right then or just close them out because yeah there's some stuff in here I'm like why why did I even open this why is this still here this is like six weeks ago uh I should have read it right when it happened because if it's news and it's not really timely now six weeks later but you know is what it is that's a bad habit I'm gonna break because having all these windows open is not healthy (laughs) at all and it's a distraction when I try to go in there and I actually need something uh another thing I should have said in the trending topics is today Verizon is rolling out unlimited data plans totally unrelated to relationship goals but something that has me very excited because Verizon I'm I'm a loyal Verizon customer and I've been wanting unlimited data because I see all my friends have it and they don't have Verizon so now I'm in 
I feel like I'm in the cool club. <laughs> well, not even that I'm in the cool club, but it's just like I'm paying. I feel like Verizon's rates are kind of high. So it's like I'm paying a rate and now I get unlimited data and I don't have to worry about these texts that I get. Like I literally got one other day that was like, you're 50% of your data for the month of February. Well, we're not even halfway through February yet. So of course I was like, what? And February is a short month. So how did I run up my data to be so high already just a couple days into the month that's unfortunate so of course I was upset about that but now they're gonna have unlimited data plans I'm definitely gonna jump on that um data goals (laughs) uh should be a data goal because I'm excited to not have to watch my data all these other things I have to watch in life it's nice to not have to worry about exceeding a data plan which I feel like is such a small thing in comparison to like counting calories or worrying about exercising I don't want to worry about my data so I'm glad that I no longer have to and then I'm getting more bang for my buck and my monthly rate is not going to go up too high so hashtag data goals (laughs) but anyway thanks guys for listening I really appreciate you supported my podcast. If you like it, please rate in the iTunes store. Uh, I'd love all the stars, but however many stars you think I deserve, any feedback that you'd love to give. I actually got a comment last week that said they appreciated my perspective on the Super Bowl game. Um, and they also told me not to come for Migos, which I'm sorry that I came for Migos. I wasn't trying to down them. They actually have the number one album in the country, I want to say last week or this week. So I don't want to sleep on Migos. The Migos is all right. And in fact, I was listening to Handsome and Wealthy the other day. So I don't think Migos is that bad, but I did wonder or question why people thought they should be at the Super Bowl, which I think is a valid question because, you know, it just is what it is. Like they're, they're, they're not that big, but they're getting there. So the new album that they have out is called Culture. And as soon as I have a chance, I'm going to check out the songs. In fact, Spotify has a clean version, which is what I prefer. So I'm going to check out the album I'll let you know what I think of it next episode I'm gonna give him a chance shout out to Ed he's the person that left the comment I appreciate you listening I hope you're listening to this episode too and if you guys have any feedback you can comment on my podcast comment on my blog about the podcast or shoot me an email at the great Dana J at gmail.com tweet me at the great Dana J and I'll tweet you back thanks for listening and have an excellent day and don't get caught up in those relationship goals focus on your own relationships instead of people's stuff that they post online their their show that they post online (sighs) thanks for listening again and I will talk to you guys very soon bye